Welcome to Imagine Radio, featuring insights and opinions from thought leaders and subject matter experts in the HIM and healthcare industry to help you stay educated and informed. This is Imagine Radio. I'm your host, Todd Youngblood. Welcome back. And I'm going to welcome back a return guest who brought uh, a colleague along with her this time to get into a whole different topic. But please re-welcome Jennifer Owens, Senior Hymns Coding Director for Banner Health, and the colleague I just mentioned, Jamie Wokenberg, the Regional Director of HIM. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we already know a little bit about who Jennifer is, Jamie, but if you could, just share a little bit about your background. Sure. I've been in HIM for over 20 years. I've been with Banner for 13 and a half years now, in my current role for about 10 years. So I have responsibility for operations, day-to-day operations at several of our hospitals, for our ambulatory staff, and then also urgent care staff. Now, the two of you are the uh, reigning experts at Banner for information governance. Is that a true rumor? We have a few others that <laughs> yeah. help us out. Yeah. Let's talk. First of all, it's always interesting to me to get a definition. What is your definition, Jamie, of information governance? I'm going to really dummy it down here and just that, tell that's you. That's good, because consider who you're talking to here. <laughs> I feel like it branches out into many different areas of healthcare, And, you know, really any information, any data that we touch impacts our organization. So whether it be at the consumer level, the patient level, business information, human resource information, all of that, it ties in together. And it's really managing that information, making sure that we keep it secure, that we're sharing it appropriately. We're just dealing with it the best way we can. We're retaining it appropriately and for the time limits that we're required to by law. Really, I think almost everything that we do on a daily basis somehow impacts information governance. Jan, was that the correct answer? That is. And really, who better to do it than HIM, who's been managing information for that is many, the job. many years. That's that right. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the challenges. This is not all a walk in the park. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Is it ever a walk in the park? It's not. (laughs) It's not. You know, I think information governance is really, it's been out in the different industries for many, many years. It's really become more of a topic within healthcare probably Mm -hmm. over the past three to five years. And, you know, I think we're still trying to get that message out there to our leaders and to our C-suite teams help them to understand the importance of having an information governance program and really rolling that out throughout the whole organization or the enterprise in a situation like Banner where we're so large. And then there's so many challenges day to day just with the operations and even financial challenges, making sure that we bring this to the forefront and get everyone involved Rather, it be something we do at a department level, which we've done within health information management at Banner, or taking it all the way to the top and making it an enterprise-wide initiative. Two-part question following up on one of the comments you make. The first part is, how well are you doing in getting the C-suite involvement that you brought up? And give us some how-tos. How did you get to the point that you are? And I'll throw that open to either of you. I think we're still working on that, actually. No, of course, so, of course, you're still uh, working. Yeah, I guess. And I have to say that we were a pilot site for HEMA, and they have some great tools that are available. Kathy Downing even announced this morning that they're making some of those tools available to everyone. And so, as a pilot organization, we had the ability to use some of their tools at a reduced rate, and now they're going to be available for free. I know other organizations have IG tools out there as mm-hmm. well. I think really just assessing 
where you're at on an information governance level, looking at those different areas that really impact information governance, deciding where you're at and where you really need to focus your efforts as an organization or where you need to start. And then helping the C-suite team to understand where you need to focus that time. And it's not easy to always get the engagement that you need to, especially if you're in a large organization. But I think if you can, again, roll it out at a smaller level, if that's the route that you can get at that particular point and then just continue to push from an enterprise-wide level. And Jan? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I completely agree with Jamie. And Ahim has been great to partner with them to work through some of the things, some of the challenges we've had. And they've given us some tools. They've educated us to some degree in how to speak to what to say when we take some things forward. To what Jamie mentioned about, you know, just taking little steps, it really is just about doing that. From a coding perspective, you wouldn't really think of a coding leader being one who is going to go and talk to somebody about security, for example. Mm-hmm. But we were fortunate that we worked with our, H- our IT team to work through some of our security audits for our offshore vendor services that we have. And that's another hot topic that we, wow. that's always out Off- there. But When you but, say you know, offshore and security in mm-hmm. the same sentence. Yeah, it's about getting yourself out there as a professional, making sure that people, that there's a level of trust, that they understand that, that you know what you're talking about. I mean, in this profession, because we've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason that we can't continue it and take it even farther across the enterprise. Yeah, Jamie, you mentioned financial challenges. Give mm-hmm. us a little more detail on what you were referring to. Well, I think so many times when we bring initiatives forward, there's a financial cost that's attached to them. Nothing is And with information governance, I feel like, again, there's many things that you probably already have in place, an organization does or a department does, that you can just tighten down a little bit more to strengthen those initiatives for information governance. And then the same thing for the organization. You can do a lot of things to really bring forth information governance to develop that program without involving a lot of expense and tying the financial side into it. Any thoughts on how to do a, a financial investment justification, an ROI, if you will? Or I know how difficult a question that is. So that's a very difficult yeah. one. <laughs> I'm looking for the holy grail. I thought maybe I you had so. it. I think so. I don't think I do. I'm yeah. not sure, Jan. Honestly, if it were me going back, I would ask, I would talk to Ahima because they've done so much work with this. Kathy has just done a fabulous job. We've been working with her for several years and they've got some great tools, some great toolkits to use. And I think some of it is almost hard to justify or to realize because when you're talking about privacy and security and you're talking about potentially preventing a breach, sometimes it's difficult to say, I mean, you're not at that point, so you're preventing it. So we can look at statistics as far as how much has a breach cost a particular company in terms of their patients, their trust that they're different consumers have in them. Well, trust and, is such yeah. a vital thing in, in yes. the healthcare business. So I'm yeah. not sure if you can always put a price tag on that financial yeah. side of it. Yeah. Jan, I think it was you that mentioned security. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit more about that. Security and the offshore thing really caught, right. caught my attention. It was like, holy smokes, we better be careful with that. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was very fortunate to be able to work on a team. We had started to really look at across the enterprise, not just with coding, doing work in different areas offshore. I mean, you have telemedicine now, you know, you've got telehealth, you've got offshore coding, there's offshore IT, there's so many different things out there. So I was very fortunate to be able to work on a team that was really working to get us to where we were able to do that securely. And I was tasked with creating an audit tool 
for that to ensure that folks were SOC certified and that they met all these different levels of security. And it wasn't just me doing that. I was working with people from IT, from compliance, from legal, you know, from a lot of different areas. Here's the collaboration yeah, thing again. Exactly. We all came together to make those decisions and each one understanding what the other's piece of the pie was and making sure that we had each part covered, making sure that we were doing it the right way. Jamie, I understand there's was an award awarded <laughs> recently. There, Tell us about that. There was. So last night, on behalf of Banner, I accepted an award. It was called the Iggy, and it was from Iron Mountain, and it was for work that we had done with them, really to branch our information governance program out into retention of records. So it was really taking that a step further and developing with and working with Iron Mountain on a system I think that they had already had in place, but Banner hadn't utilized quite yet. And then they actually took it a step further too, where we classify our records now. We do a lot of record retention with Iron Mountain. So whether it be patient record, medical records, or if it's business records, HR records, whatever it may be, we classify those now by a system that they have, a numbering system and a lettering system. That's also tied back to regulations through the federal government, the state government, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. whichever is more stringent. And then if for some reason one of those regulation changes, then the classification system will also change along with it. So for instance, if a state requires you to keep a HR record for five years and Mm -hmm. then the state law changes and now it requires you to keep it for 10 years, then based on that classification system, it automatically gets upgraded. They know in their system that they now have to keep that record for 10 years. So it helps us with the whole record retention (laughs) process. It was, and I, again, I accepted it on behalf of Banner. I have a colleague who's our manager for record management. He worked directly with Iron Mountain on that, so I can't take credit, but <laughs> oh, it was... It go was, ahead. <laughs> go ahead and take a little credit for it. <laughs> but it was great to hear what we've done in that aspect and to work with another vendor on that as well. Gosh, so. that's outstanding. I've got, He's a good friend of mine, so I'll tell you. <laughs> then the heck with him then. <laughs> I've got one more question to ask, and I'd like each of you to take a shot at answering it. What's the one big thing And Jan, let's start with you. What's the one big thing you want to get accomplished by the end of 2018 with regard to information governance? You know, I'm going to go back to my answer (laughs) from the last talk. It really goes back to this data. The question that Jamie answered about return on investment. Right. There's so much information and data. There's so much information that people don't even know is there. And I don't think that we're going to know until we can really dig down deep into the data to see a lot more moving from a data analytics standpoint for coding and for HIM. Jamie? So I'm going to take a little different route on this, not necessarily just from a Banner Health standpoint, but from an HIM standpoint. I feel that we need to do more education with our HIM community and professionals. I think we need to get more education out there. I'm the president for our state association, so I want to be able to see us do more education. On behalf of the state association, thank you. I know that that's a thankless, difficult, (laughs) time-consuming task. No, kudos. Thank you. you Everybody appreciates it. 
folks like you to step up and do that. Thank you. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> that's quite okay. <laughs> but I think we need to get more education out there. I think, again, so many people aren't sure how to start an IG program. They feel that it's this very daunting initiative or task. And when Jan and I do our presentation here, um, we're going to tell people how they can do that on a department level and how, again, they can take a lot of the daily functions that they're already doing, a lot of the day-to-day operations, and how they can roll that into an information governance program. So I hope that we can get more information out to our members. You know, you don't have to be a director level, a manager level to really get that program started and get the ball rolling. Initiative. Take the initiative. Exactly. So that's what I hope to accomplish. Well, good luck to you both. I know you'll exceed your own expectations in those regards. Jennifer Owens, Senior HIMSS Coding Director for Banner Health, and Jamie Webkenberg, the Regional Director of Health Information Management. Ladies, thanks for taking the time to share your expertise with it. We appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. That wraps this segment. On behalf of my two guests, Jennifer Owens and Jamie Webkenberg, I'm Todd Youngblood. Imagine Radio will be back in just a few minutes. Imagine Radio. 